At the T-minus three-minute mark, yes. tape recorders yes, on board the spacecraft were show. turned on. These recorders <laughs> record both voice and right. data. Okie dokie. And welcome back. This is The Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor, and with me now is Bishop LeVay. How's it going? <laughs> Thanks for having me back. <laughs> Thank you for coming back. Um, well, as I said, we always like kicking off with a song, so what have you got for us? Uh, I've got, uh, from my last album, it's the fan favorite or friend favorite. I don't think I have any fans. They're all friends. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, it's called The Man Afraid of Light. All right. Take it away.
moving closer now like a specter in the night story has been told about the man afraid of light all right the man afraid of light by bishop levey there well welcome back oh thank you and uh, how was your winter, and what have you been doing musically in the in the intervening months? Well, since you saw me last, I recorded and released an album called Light. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Yep, uh, and it is a concept album about the apocalypse, and it got pretty well received by friends and critics. Oh, one critic uh, <laughs> from County Tracks. He's a great guy. Oh, fantastic. Uh, he loved the album, and so, you know, I send him all my songs now. Like, oh. hey, do you like this too? Hey, do you like this too? <laughs> so he's, he's, he's definitely in the fan category rather than the friend category, though. He's definitely in the critic category. <laughs> he's a critic who really likes my music. Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, tell me about the recording process. Uh, I, I know we were talking in November. You, you had the plan to, to record in spring. So fantastic for you just sticking with that because I know how hard it is. Yeah, after, after I was here last, I... I uh, called it a day at, on shows for the winter time and spent the whole winter recording that album and then in february i released it uh and it was awesome and how was our recording process were you doing it uh was it a home recording yeah it was a, it was in my home studio um and playing every instrument and then vocals and then ma mixing mastering and then releasing takes a lot longer when you do it by yourself <laughs> it's a lot cheaper though yeah and, yeah, you, and you learn a lot of skills cheaper. along the way. Oh yeah, uh, I got way better at keyboard. So, uh, what? How was? I mean, especially in the middle of winter, Vermont. How was that kind of recording process in terms? Because you got quite an emotional um, uh, uh, style to you. you. You put a lot into the songs that you sing and the, the lyrics that you write. So, yeah. in terms of that, uh, you know, aesthetic that you were working with, in how how did that feel for you? Uh, it actually. It went really well because I had most of the songs written al already. One of them I had to write on the fly, which became the single for the album. Um, and it's called uh, Foes From Our Friends. Because I had a beginning and an end of the album, but I didn't have a middle. Mm. And then since it was a story that I was telling, not having a middle part of your story is not, it's not a complete story. No, <laughs> they don't say beginning, end, it's yeah. beginning, middle, end. Yeah, it's like not including the two towers in Lord of the Rings. Just, <laughs> it's the best confused. one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so the, the album's a concept album about the apocalypse. Would you like yeah. to tell us a little bit more? How did you come up with the concept and, um, and it, what came first? You know, the songs or, or the concept and then you kind of wrote the songs around it? Uh, I had a couple of songs. Man Afraid of Light was a song I wrote before I came up with the concept. And that was more, that's more of a, a personal song um, that I wrote when I was getting really down about winter. And winter hadn't even started yet. It was just the thought of winter. <laughs> um, and that, it was like about hiding, like mm. just going into your house and locking the door. And then nobody ever sees you again because mm. you're a hermit now. Um, and then writing fo uh, Foes from Our Friends uh, was the... I was like, all right, what happens in the middle? So you have the beginning, and then the end is obviously apocalypse, what happens in the middle. So I wrote a song about, uh, like, World War III. Mm. So the battlefield that ends the world. All right. And that one was a lot of fun. I'm not going to play it tonight because it's really fast-paced, and I'm just going to blow out my voice if I do <laughs> 
Have you uh, have you had an opportunity to play the the whole album all the way through? Yeah, at the release show, the yeah. day of the release of the album, I had a release show at the Reservoir in Waterbury, and I played the album in its entirety along with other songs. Mm-hmm. So it took a while, and by the end of the show, my voice was completely blown out. Because <laughs> uh, on a lot of those songs uh, in the studio, you can scream into a microphone, go get some tea, mm. take an hour, and then come back. Uh, and then when you're doing it live, it starts to hurt a little bit after a while. Yeah. But that's what they make Narragansett for. <laughs> uh, but then I released that album, but I wasn't really done writing. So I wrote mm. more singles after that, just one after the next. Yeah, so I noticed that you, you have a lot of singles uh, out on your band camp at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you, you had one come out in April. I think you had another one come out in May. Yeah. Uh, did you have one come out in June as well? No, actually, I'm doing that in the studio tomorrow. Okay. Doing the next single preempting that one so yeah tell me about that so it was it a case of you did complete the album but they still had a lot of thoughts left um, in your head it was sort of i didn't want to get writer's block and i knew if i took too long to write another song then i would and that's kind of where i'm at now so i have another i have one more song so i'll have three singles in a row but mm. i uh i think i'm probably going to take a break for a couple months and figure out what i'm going to do next because it was really hard to follow up a concept album like, where do I go from here? Mm-hmm. What do I do? So I started writing songs about myths. And that's easy to do enough if you just, like, read a magazine about a myth or read a couple pages about a myth. You can just write it. Like, pretend that you, you were mm-hmm. that and just do that. What kind of myths are you focusing on? Um, there's a song called The Myth Has Broken, which is about um, the world losing, losing faith in, like, old world deities, like uh, the Norse gods, Roman, Greek, mm-hmm. Egyptian, and that everything kind of fell into Judeo-Christianity, and they looked at the people who believed in in those myths as pagans. Mm-hmm. Um, you should uh, have you ever read American Gods? I haven't read it. So people, a lot of, a lot of people have suggested that book to me. Yes, yeah. uh, not too dissimilar to the to, to that kind of concept. Yep. Uh, very good anyway there's a, there's a TV show as well but just plugging my own personal <laughs> personal n- novel I definitely gotta get around show. to it yeah right now I'm reading a book about Rasputin oh cool <laughs> I can very very easily imagine that you can you can write a few songs about that if I could probably write an entire album about Rasputin that would be a great concept album right. I don't think it would be as well received as Light though oh no no because <laughs> he was a demented human being he was a lot, a lot of stories <laughs> can come from that though yeah uh, well, I'd love to hear another song. Um, All right, I'm gonna do the I'm gonna do the myth is broken right now, um, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Sometimes I wonder too Are they still out there? Or have we been played for fools? The tales of conquest Only came for the frightful few Now what have we missed? No lightning hands of doom What 
pagan no longer flies. The pagans no longer fly. Broken there by Bishop Levey, and um, well, we were talking about it a bit earlier. You guys are all from the the same Montpelier scene. Oh yeah, you and Thomas Gunn, and uh, I was saying Django Koenig as well, and the Estrogen, and so I, I was kind of curious about all the the differences, the the positives, the negatives uh, of the the Montpelier music scene versus the Burlington music scene, and then maybe any other music scenes in. Okay, you know well, of. the good thing about the Montpelier music scene is that I'm part of it. <laughs> and that <laughs> I'm not always a plus. I'm, I play in Burlington, but I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm part of the scene. I know I know a lot of the bands up here, and they're all really good musicians and really good guys. But I I don't do nearly as many shows up here as I do in Montpelier. And one of the other good things about the Montpelier music scene, which separates it, I think, from a lot of scenes, is that no two acts are the same, even kind of. Mm. So you have Thomas, who's an amazing piano player and vocalist and then yesterday's your your surf pop yep i played doom folk yeah i was gonna ask you about that <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get onto that one in a second <laughs> <laughs> um and then there's an artist uh uh lilith who has one of the most beautiful voices i've ever heard and she's a singer she's a singer songwriter and she definitely deserves a shout out at least uh if you're talking about the montpelier music scene Oh, we should get her in here. You should, you should tell us a, to give us a... If she's listening, <laughs> she'll reach out. I'd definitely love to, to get her in so we can have a listen to her play. In fact, that's, it's funny you should mention that how, how so diverse you are because talking of uh, Somewhere Out the Festival, which I believe you're playing this year oh, as well. Oh, yeah. I'm, I, I think I'm the opening act at, at 2 p.m. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll all be there. I'm usually I'm not, sure. a, not even awake at 2. um but um one thing that really struck me about that festival last year uh one the concept was pretty cool of just one act playing and the the there's two there's two stages and one act would play on one stage and then once that ended the next act would immediately start and so on and so forth throughout the night i thought that was a great idea because it means people 
for a festival that size, you kind of want everyone focused on the on the one band. But second of all, the acts were so incredibly different from start to finish. And all of them are a cup of tea, but very much uh, strikingly different. And I, I feel that maybe somewhere out there might be taking something from the Montpelier music scene here. Uh, I, I, I think that's probably a good call. I mean, I think, aren't the Tsunami Bots playing? I'm really excited about that, too, because I love those guys. Uh, Great name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I think it stems from, the Montpelier music scene definitely stems from Charlie O's and Sweet Melissa's, because Charlie O's used to be punk and rock, and Sweet Melissa's would accompany anything, and that mm. led Charlie O's to accompany anything. And so now you've got these two bars that host music nightly that have all sorts of acts, and that that kind of that did a lot of good things for the Montpelier music scene in in a way of bringing crowds to whoever. Mm. And Thomas was saying uh, before in the interview um, that. You know, you have some nights where you, you try stuff out and it doesn't quite work, and you have other nights where you try different. You know, you've, oh, got, yeah. you've got that kind of trial and error kind of st- um, environment, um, which I'm sure helps immensely. But uh, is it the people there that kind of make it? Uh... Montpelier's a weird town. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird town with a lot of weird people who are all different, mm. but they all were all friends. Mm. Or at least know each other. <laughs> That's it's a small big town. Like everybody knows each other, but there's a lot of people. Right. And everyone's got their own thing going on, including art and music. Everyone's doing their own thing. And then you end up at a festival like somewhere out there where everyone's doing their own thing, but they're doing it together. Right. Um let's move on to the uh the, the genre that you picked yourself. Oh, yeah. So uh I, I saw saw Doom Doom Folk Punk. Doom Punk uh, Folk. I, yeah. Uh, so, people have said either one. So, Doom Folk, or it's. Uh, I think my first album was more punk, but I haven't done anything really punk rock since. I think people read folk punk and they just add, or they read folk or something before folk and they add punk to it mm. because I don't dress the part of someone who plays folk music. Right. And I don't really play your stereotypical folk music. And it's Debbie, but it's not. But punk you are, either. But you are playing an acoustic guitar, and therefore you're stuck in the box of folk immediately. I also write uh, <laughs> songs about the downtrodden mm. or themes of of dark things. I, d- I also saw that in the in the blurb that you provided that the um, you do kind of draw from that um, that kind of folk background uh, oh, yeah. of of talking about the downtrodden, but you were kind of making that distinction of like you know. 60s folk talking about like kind of labor rights politics and labor rights and and rights where uh that's all well and good i could play that song but every other folk act plays that so so what kind of what if uh it's not about labor rights what kind of downtrodden people are you uh singing about who are you trying to champion in your in your I, I, i would I guess what I'm trying to do with the new singles, because, the, I mean, everybody would be downtrodden during the apocalypse. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and so in the new singles, I'm trying to dig into history mm. about who would... So, I mean, I guess not terribly downtrodden would be fictional gods, but they were forgotten and left behind. And... That that fits the category of downtrodden. I mean, from their perspective, very much downtrodden. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, maybe not from us. They're still still deities. But also, the people who practiced pagans and mm. uh, different cultures were kind of shut down and uh, assimilated into Judeo Christianity. Mm-hmm. So all those cultures were lost. Right. Yeah. Very very true. Um, and um, 
last time we uh, we spoke, uh, we were talking a little bit about collaborations and um, and as we said, the Montpellier scene's got a lot of weird and wonderful people kicking around. Have you been have you been working with anyone else on any of these tunes? Um, not yet. I want to with the upcoming single. I definitely want to work with Thomas. Mm-hmm. I can't play keyboard to save my life. <laughs> uh, and and his vocals are amazing, and I want those too. And I would. I want to extend an arm to some other people in the scene to see if they would want to be on it as well. Uh, but I haven't, I haven't made official like requests to people besides Thomas. Okay. Right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big heavy world uh, exclusive. Haven't, yeah, I haven't, I haven't like extended an arm and been like, hey, you guys want to help me with this? Because I've done up to this point, I've done everything DIY. Mm-hmm. And you say, you know, you're playing every every kind of instrument on uh, when you're recording. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be so, somewhat exhausting. It is. But also, uh, I start feeling like if I don't start working with other people, I'm just going to be a musical dictator. Mm. Where, like, if I start later working with other people, I'm going to be a jerk about it. So... And if you become a musical dictator, then you'll be the one doing the downtrodding. So yeah, you, you, I mean, yeah, full circle. Yeah, you'll have to have to sing about, <laughs> sing, about, sing, sing songs about the people that you're uh, putting under your foot. Um, so you'll play this somewhere at the festival. Uh, what other uh, gigs you got coming up? Uh, I'm actually playing out of state in July. I'm playing at a bar called Desperate Annie's in Saratoga Springs. With I can't, I can't exactly remember the name of the promoter. Um, right now. <laughs> uh, and then I'm playing at Sweet Melissa's in July as well. I think Sweet Melissa's comes first, then New York. And then in August, I play somewhere out there. And then I play down in Somerville, Mass. Mm. Oh, so you're, you're kind of kicking all around the, the Northeast. This trying summer. my best. Yeah. That's wonderful. And um, if any t- any kind of uh, social media or anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm on Spotify, Apple Music, Bandcamp. I'll just search Bishop LeVay or bishoplevay.bandcamp.com. I'm also on Facebook, making uh, daily updates, and I'm on Instagram. I do see that. You are you're incredibly uh, regular on, on social media. You're an incredible promoter for yourself. I uh, try my best. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, that's almost a full-time job in itself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my, bo- yeah. my boss at my real job doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> well it's been wonderful having you on again um thank you so much and you know thank you ne- for having me on again next album comes out feel free to to get It'll, in touch it, i think it's just gonna be singles for the rest of the year so yeah. it's just gonna be single after single after single maybe i'll compile them at the end of the year and give you an album i'd love to i'd love to get like a big montpelier like a uh, uh, session coming in you know let's get a few, few bands from from ah. one area maybe to come in and do do a big show or something that'd be pretty awesome um, I love all you guys from Montpelier so it's always a pleasure having you well we appreciate that um, well we've got about time for one more song so right. what have you got for us I'm going to play my latest single it's called Romulus and it is about the fall of Rome alright And they'll drown me in the lake 
mistakes If my body is a temple Well then it's seen some better days So you can throw me from this hilltop I see no sacrifice in begging Well I of my enemies with 1,000 years assembled the largest army you'd ever see and just as quick I lay asunder all alone I bend my knee now I I'm coming home by Bishop LeVay. Thank you so much once again for coming in. Thank you for having me on again. Oh, anytime, anytime. Um, well, next week we are not going to be here because it is July 4th, 3rd, and we're not going to be here because it's July 3rd. Um, we, we'll, we'll be doing fireworks on the lakeside. Happy America. Um, but, <laughs> but the week after we'll be having Jesse Taylor and dogs who know their dogs, uh, who I'm very curious to talk about their names. Um, they'll be on June 10th, um, so catch us then, July, t- July 10th, thank you, Bob, I need to get my months right, um, <laughs> this has been The Rocket Shop, thank you very much for listening, I'm being your host, I'm Proctor, good night.